Sup and welcome to the Run In Wrestling Podcast. Before we get into it, make sure you're checking us out on all of the social medias, that's including here on YouTube or the iTunes podcast app, wherever you're watching slash listening to this, it's just Run In Wrestling everywhere. Speaking about YouTube and iTunes, if you are listening on iTunes, make sure you're leaving us a review, make sure you're just saying nice things about us, because I need to hear nice things at the moment, and I'll explain why in a bit. But also, you can do that on YouTube in the comments section, but you can also leave a like and a share, share us on Twitter, let us know what you're thinking about the podcast as well and i'm very happy to say that uh i am ryan beak from running resting and i'm happy to say i have with me mr dallas bonds hello my friend yes wonderful what's up everybody <laughs> happy rusev day wow is it a happy rusev day since wrestlemania it's always rusev day it's always rusev day don't ever <laughs> doubt that it is always Rusev Day, yes, it is. Um, how are you, anyways? You know, have much going on since WrestleMania? You know, we haven't really spoken in a week, so how, how's things been with you? I, I I know you've got another side project at the moment. I do. I'm actually going to be starting a podcast, maybe to, launching it tomorrow, I'm hoping. Um, but, you know, plans change, things change. Um, yeah, it's pretty much just going to be... A podcast, the people's podcast, you know, um, something different instead of weekly reviews, maybe topic wise and just wing it. But, um, yeah, when there's more All information, right. uh, definitely let people know. Yeah. Um, well, we can talk about it more at the end when we do our highlights where people can follow us and we'll make sure to speak about your other podcast that you're going to be having, um, coming up very soon. Um, the reason why I've asked people to leave me a very nice comment is uh, I drove, so I have to get out very early for work. I live in Kent in England um, and I have to drive to West London and it's normally, without any traffic, an hour and a half, hour 45 trip. So I drive to work this morning, had to be there for about half four, so I left at 3am, got up at 2am, so that's already a nightmare. Got to work, oh, sat man. down and then someone walked in and went, why are you here? And I went... What? What do you mean, why am I not here? Uh, sorry, why am I here? And she went, I'm here. And I realised I wasn't meant to be at work today. But I forgot to oh, take it man. off my calendar. Oh, no. No, Ryan. No. Yeah. No. That's such a bad hit. So, yeah, someone leave him some nice comments. Say he's a handsome guy or something. <laughs> I mean, if they want to check out what I look like, they can follow my actual Twitter at Ryan Beak. But oh, come on, share me with all your flattery. Or WWE can just start booking some of the things correctly, and then I'll be happy. But we won't go into that because that's not what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that today. <laughs> what we are going to talk about, though, is it comes off kind of the back of Raw this week. Um, and kind of what's been happening in the last couple of months. So over the past, on my, well, on the Monday Night Raw, let's speak about what happened on Monday Night Raw. Jeff Hardy became a modern era um, Grand Slam champion. And of course, within the past couple of months, we had uh, Randy Orton obviously uh, become one. And also Seth Rollins became a Grand Slam champion as well on April Can't forget 8th. Roman Reigns. Uh, he did it last... Oh, yeah, he did it with the didn't... Intercontinental, didn't he? Yeah, recently. I can't remember if it was January or 
late December, but it was pretty recent. Uh, it was in, yeah, yeah, it was recent. But, um, Dean Ambrose has done it, quite a few others, we're going to mention that soon. So, we thought we'd talk about the 10 WWE superstars who aren't Grand Slam champions yet. Yeah, and the ones that need to be, because LOL to wrestling and everyone needs a damn push, guys. They do. So... What I hear all of our listeners saying is, but, Ryan, Dallas, what is a Grand Slam winner? Well, by definition, on the WWE website, official from WWE.com, what exactly qualifies as a Grand Slam champion in WWE has changed several times, as the roster of championships has, and only nine superstars had managed to meet the current set of criteria. Intercontinental champion, United States champion, either... The Raw, in brackets, formerly, formerly, form, formerly WWE, or SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and either the active heavyweight title, as in WWE Championship, or now the Universal Championship. So basically, or you the championships of have... universes. Pardon? The championship of universes. Yes, the universal of every universe everywhere. So. Basically, it is you have to win the Intercontinental, the United States, either tag team, or, uh, or, or sorry, and either main title. So it's plenty. It's 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 four titles you have to win, but it could be more if you wanted it to, I guess. If you really wanted to, I don't know. Depends how Vince feels um, that day, brother. Brother, brother. Oh, speaking of Hulk Hogan, have you seen the Andre the Giant Battle Royal yet? Uh, not Battle Royal, the documentary. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, that, that documentary was awesome. That was probably the best one I've seen. was honestly better than what WWE have ever put out, and that's saying something because I love WWE documentaries. That's, I know, I was kind of skeptical because it wasn't a WWE production, but then once I started watching I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Uh, HBO documentaries are fantastic. I can't get enough of them. So before we get into WWE's um, champions or Grand Slam winners that we've had in the past, Dallas is going to run us through both the Impact and the Ring of Honor Grand Slam champions. So the Impact Championship, you just have to have one. This is a lot it changes. It's like WWE because it was... Well, you just have to have won all the championships. Let's just say that. Let's not waste everyone's time. <laughs> <laughs> um, For their Grand Slams, they have AJ Styles, which... And he's done it twice because they've changed the format. You guys can go Google that on Google, Wikipedia. Um, There's just too many titles. They've changed the mid-card title like five times. I forgot the names of them all. <laughs> um, Abyss. Abyss has, has... Shockingly, he has won the X Division Championship. I don't know why I remember that time period, but yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, Samoa Joe, which if anyone remembers when he debuted in TNA in his feud with the X Division Ch- Championship with Kurt Angle. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Eric Young, and my man Austin Aries, who is the belt collector, so it makes sense. 
What's he got? Like six now? Yeah. Belt collector. Um, Ring of Honor shockingly only has one with Christopher Daniels. Did that surprise you, Ryan? Um, yeah, it does and it doesn't with Ring of Honor because they don't swap titles as much. I mean, with Impact, they're recording and they put them out weekly. With WWE, it's kind of, well, they are weekly. And, like, you know, people you uh, can, like, sw- well, obviously, with the brand switching mm-hmm. and everything that we've just had, the Superstar Shake-Up, it makes it a lot easier. So, with Ring of Honor, it kind of does and doesn't surprise me because they don't have, like, title shots normally unless it's a pay-per-view. And they normally only ever have them every now and then. So, I can understand why. But Christopher Daniels, very underrated wrestler in Ring of Honor, in my opinion. Ah, oh, very very underrated. A lot of people only know him from his TNA work, but don't realize his work at Ring of Honor is 20 times better. What interests me is with the Impact one is four out of five of those wrestlers are or have been in WWE. Um, that one kind of didn't surprise me. The one that surprised me is why Abyss isn't there yet. True. Um... I don't know, I just always had that feeling, maybe because a few years ago, a TNA name in WWE was, was like, oh my god, is that is that the devil in, in WWE? No way. But now, <laughs> now it's it's welcomed, it's it's needed, honestly, to, to grow. If, if you haven't seen, AJ Styles has been... He's been the person that's held SmackDown together, like, by himself, pretty much. And I think that goes to show. I mean, when it was sucking, he was the only good part, to be honest. Yeah, it it completely... With AJ Styles, it just doesn't surprise me. He's just money, and I think no matter where he's been in the world, I mean, he's... So, evidently, he's been Grand Slam champion in... Impact. He's obviously carried. He carried that company a little bit. He was a leader of Bullet Club, and now he's the top star, or one of the top stars. I would say he is the top star, but not in Vince McMahon's eyes, of WWE. It's always Roman Reigns. He's the top guy. Roman, you're fire for thinking AJ Styles is. <laughs> so we've uh, before we uh, mention. Because there's a bit of a difference between um, uh, the Grand Slam champions. There's like an old format and a new format, and I'll explain that in a bit. But something to question you about is they can they could have a Triple Crown champion now in NXT because technically they've now got three titles on the men's side. They've got the tag teams, they've got the mid-card belt, which is the North America belt, and then obviously they've got the NXT title. Could we see... A first Triple Crown champion in NXT. I think we will in Adam Cole. I think they're going to find a way to make Adam Cole the first ever Triple Crown. Um, Yeah, I mean, he's only got to win the NXT title. Wow, I didn't even think about that one. Holy crap. (laughs) But, um, I I don't think it'd be... I think it'll take at least another year. Until we see a triple crown champion in NXT. 
Yeah, I think Adam Cole might be the first one to do it because at the moment I don't, I can't think of anyone who's won the NXT title who's still currently on the roster and the tag team titles who's still in NXT. I can't think of anyone. I don't think there is anyone. Who's still in NXT? Yeah. Um, Adam Cole... Roderick Strong, there's still Ricochet, there's still EC3. Yeah. Uh Lars yeah, Sullivan. I, saying, like, I don't think I don't think there's anyone on the NXT roster at the moment who hasn't who, oh. who hasn't won two titles. Oh sorry, oh, yeah. who has won two titles apart um, from Adam Cole. So therefore, I still I, I agree with you. I think in a year's time we could see Adam Cole probably drop that belt and then go for the NXT title. And then when he does, he'll be the first Triple Crown champion. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind them working that a little bit. Maybe at the next Re- Re- WrestleMania takeover. Yeah, could be something good. Depends if Alistair Black is still champion by then. I mean it's all depending on what Triple H wants and what big Vinnie Mac wants. It's always what big, what big Vinny Mac wants, or you'll be fired. You're fired. It's always fun to talk like Vince. Um, right, so let's uh, explain sort of the old and new era. So, obviously, back uh, way, way back when there was the original format, which was basically you you didn't have as many titles in a way. You had uh, back in the day, you had the Intercontinental European, um, which were sorry. The uh, European was the territory championship. Um, you had the secondary championship, which was the Intercontinental. There was no U.S. title at this moment, but I will explain more in a minute. You had the World Tag Titles. You had just the WWE Tag Titles. So like. Sometimes, you know, that would be ranked lower than the other titles. Then, obviously, you had the WWF or WWE title compared to the World Heavyweight title. Um, So, people who won on these original format, uh, Shawn Michaels was the first Grand Slam winner. He was actually named that by himself. It was then Triple H, Kane, Chris Jericho, who we need to speak more about in a minute, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, Jeff Hardy, again, need to speak about him in a minute, John Bradshaw Layfield, which surprises me that JBL has been, I don't know, I just never, I can't ever imagine JBL being that successful with Tyson. I don't even remember most of his raids. And Big Show. I don't even remember most of, like, JBL's raids and what he did. I don't even remember him winning the US Championship. Never mind the IC Championship. Yeah, true. He also won the Hardcore. <laughs> what? Um, w. Yeah, June third, two thousand and two. Apparently. I am flabbergasted because JBL always seemed like one of those that just had a had a one year run and then called it a day with uh being a successful guy with titles. But apparently not. Apparently not. So, one of the things that makes me laugh is, I'll read out the modern format in a minute, but Christian won in the old format, so became a Grand Slam champion, and um, Edge actually became Grand Slam champion in the modern format. So, 
tag team, great guys. Christian did it first. That's what he probably does is able to say very often. Well, it it makes me laugh with um, Christian and Edge because um, I think Christian is very underrated, and I I definitely think he should be in the Hall of Fame, even next year or the year after. I'm I'm shocked he he isn't in it already. Unless there's something we don't no, know. Christian isn't, no. Yeah, I'm shocked he isn't already. Um, unless there's something we don't know with um, maybe him having another match in him. But I don't see how he's not in it uh, yet. From when I listened to the pod- their podcast, the ENC pod of awesomeness, um, he, he doesn't seem as though he wants to get back in the ring. I don't know. It might, it might just be a Vince McMahon thing. He might just want to take his time. I don't know. He could be waiting for the right stadium, the right WrestleMania. <laughs> you never know with Vince. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> um. Anyways, with the modern format, you got Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Big Show, The Miz, Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, and Jeff Hardy. So it's it's funny because Jeff Hardy, Eddie, Kurt Angle. Big Show and Chris Jericho have all done it in the new and old style, whereas uh, Jeff and Chris won every single belt in the that you were meant to in the old style. So they literally won like the WWE title, the 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 heavyweight title. They won the tag titles, obviously separately. Um, they won the Intercontinental. They won the European, and they won Hardcore, and both of them have uh, become Grand Slam champions on the modern format as well. Hmm. Interesting. Intriguing. Yes. Intriguing. Interesting. (laughs) Right, so let's uh, get into this top 10 list. So we start at number 10. Rhino, and the reason why he's on this list is because he's been with WWE for so long that I just kind of thought he would have won more titles. Um, yeah, looking at the fact that he's only in WWE, he's really only won the Hardcore Championship and then given a bone with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships and Heath Slater. Other than that, his other championship was the WCW one, and I don't really count that as a WWE one. So, wow. No, it was it was kind of when WCW was that side brand when they bought them over. So it, I I can understand it was like the awful part of WCW, but yeah, it's kind of one of those surprising ones because he's been around for so long that it surprises me he hasn't won more titles and isn't a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, that one, um, I'm surprised he hasn't at least won a make card title. But then again, he did have a, a run in TNA for a few years, so that probably that probably took off some time because of one championship. But still, um, yeah, he's speaking about people who had runs in uh, TNA, we move on to number nine, Shelton Benjamin. Oh, yeah, he had a nice run too, actually. Shelton never won a world heavyweight. I think that's going to change yeah, so this sh- run. 
So, Shelton Benjamin is actually one title off of doing this. He has won the Intercontinental Championship three times, quite a lot of time. If I was to think of Shelton Benjamin with a title, it would probably be the Intercontinental. Um, mm -hmm. It's just, uh, But he's also won the United States Championship, and he's won the WWE Tag Team Championship twice, both with Charlie Huss. Um... Is that one a surprise to you, or did you kind of seem like, yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting it to be a grand slam? Um, I, I'd like in the future, I'll tell you what, I would I would like Sheldon Benjamin to get a, now that he's a singles competitor from SmackDown, and sorry if uh, this is a spoiler to you, but you should have watched Raw and SmackDown already before listening to this podcast, so it's your fault, not ours. Spoilers Hell. everywhere. Spoilers everywhere. Uh, Roman Reigns, uh, AJ Styles, everywhere. Um, but <laughs> with Shelton Benjamin, I would like him now as a singles competitor to at least get the title at some point. Get a or get a major title. I don't mind even if he's just a. Person. I wouldn't mind even if it's a Christian run where he only gets it for eight days. That's fine by me. I mean, I'd like a little bit longer than that, but yeah, even if it's <laughs> just a passing champion, like literally just like, okay, we we AJ Styles, okay, we'll put it on to Shelton Benjamin, and then, okay, we'll go on to someone else. Okay, maybe not from AJ Styles, but in that way, yeah. Um, I would actually like to see that. His promo on SmackDown was actually really good for a heel. I'm not used to a heel Shelton Benjamin, so... That was a nice surprise. Well, he certainly me. aren't, and he cut a great promo. A lot better than I thought he could. Yeah, I was used to um, his back his backstage promos with Chad Gable with the words screaming at me. Oh, don't bring up the words. You don't like the words that screamed at you? Pardon? You don't like the words that uh, screamed at you and told you, "Look at me, look at me. I need your I attention." Hate the I hate the words. I honestly hate them so much. I think they look absolutely awful. Yeah, they, they actually are pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to number eight. Uh, Goldust. Um, again, another one that surprised me because he's been with the company for so long. But yeah, Goldust has won the WWF Hardcore Championship nine times. Honestly, this title annoys me because so many people have won it. Honestly, if you ever go back, if you want to have a look at the WWF Hardcore Championship and see who's won it, just go back and have a look. Or the WWE Hardcore Championship because so many people have won it. It's such a pointless title. But he won it nine times. He's won the Intercontinental Championship. He's won Tag Team Championships. Technically... If he wins the World Heavyweight Championship, I think he's done it, but on the old format, because it's still technically the WWE Championship, um, mm -hmm. and he's technically won both sets of tag team titles, so he technically can do it, I think, if that's how it works. I'm pretty sure he can do it on the old format. If that's even how it works anymore, I don't even know, but... Yeah, um, do you see him having another title run? No. No, I can't. I can't see Goldust picking up any more titles now, and uh, I think he'll retire in a couple of years. He'll take a great spot on NXT, and he'll be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah that sounds that sounds good to me. Let's call it a career. Wrap it up. Lights, cameras, action. <laughs> it, it just 
He's great, Goldust. He really is. And I think he, his character is very underrated. But at the same time, it, it's a very feminine character trying to fit in in a very masculine world. You know, it's the, the kind of campus that WWE gets at the moment is kind of with the, the, uh, the New Day. And even mm-hmm. with them, because they're such great wrestlers. And yeah, Goldust has some good stuff in the ring, but he's not as good as some of the talent that they have at the moment. So I can't see him winning another title. Yeah, um, if he didn't win one with R-Truth, like a tag team championship, then I don't see him winning anymore. No, I can't either. And that's, well, they're split brands anyway now. Yeah, and even with split brands, he still he still can't win one, then yeah. He should just <laughs> try putting someone over and yeah. head out. And the thing is with Goldust is I don't think he needs that big WWE thing. Like with The Undertaker, everyone's like, oh, someone needs to retire him. Whereas I think with Goldust, everyone would be happy at him walking to the ring and saying, this is my final film. This is the where we roll credits. I That's actually a great idea. It fits his character. Um, maybe he can even wipe away the face face paint in the ring to yeah. symbolize he's done. Since we yeah, haven't 100%. seen a Dustin Rhodes in in the WWE ring, we've seen a Goldust, but not a Dustin. Um, and yeah, hopefully Goldie can. Uh... He's still in great shape, though. That's what bugs me. He can still What's go. Goldust can still go in the ring, though. That's what bugs me. Yeah, I know what you mean. Right, let's move on to number seven then. Uh, Cesaro. So, spoiler, we're going to be talking about someone else uh, he's close with in a moment. But um, Cesaro has won the WWE United States title. Um, He's also won the Raw Tag Team Championships, or when they were back just as the tag as the world tag titles. I think he won it with Tyson Kidd when it was old, and obviously he's he's become uh, four-time champs with Sheamus. And, obviously, we know in 2014 he became the second winner of the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. I think he was the first winner. Was he the first? I thought the Big Show was the first. I think he was the first. I thought it was the Big Show, but I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. But, (laughs) oh well, fuck it, it's the Andre the Giant. Oh, what do we know? Fuck it, right? It's the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Who gives a fuck? Nothing comes from it anyway, so, I mean... To be fair, at least at least with Matt Hardy at the moment, he's getting a bit of a push, so it kind of was a storyline thing. But, I mean, so far we've had no payoff with Naomi. I'm hoping it will soon, but we'll see. The only payoff pay to Naomi is that she suddenly isn't scared of big, scary men with behaviors. That's my thing. God, that That's was some proper horror movie shrieking. Oh, that was. That was. She's good at that. She should really... Go into acting for that, or go into a movie for that. Cause get that woman an Oscar. Yes, I agree. Let's move on to number get six then, and it's Seamus. Now this, so Seamus is a weird one because it wasn't until that he posted a picture on his Instagram of all of the titles that he's won that I remember that he has won so many titles. He's won the World Heavyweight Championship once, he's won the WWE Championship three times, 
He's won the Raw Tag Team Championships four times with Cesaro. He's won the United States Championship twice. He's won King of the Ring. He's won Money in the Bank. And he's won a Royal Rumble. That is a Hall of Famer accolade already there. But the only thing he's missing is the Intercontinental Belt. Um, Fun fact. Uh, if Sheamus can get that belt, he'll be a full houser. He'll join Edge as one of the only people to win everything. He'll be the first person in the modern era to do it. Yeah, the first person in the modern era to do it. Pardon? Which would he'd be the first person in the modern era to do it? Which that'd be, that'd be incredible. Yeah, um, definitely. I think the close. This is the thing. In the modern era ones, whenever I'm looking at them, it seems as though people have either won the WWE title or won the Universal title. And then they've either won the Raw Tag Team titles or the SmackDown Tag Team titles. So, I mean, I mean, even Roman Reigns, it, it freaked me out the other day because I was like thinking about Roman Reigns. Not in that way. That's a weird way to think about Roman Reigns. But <laughs> I, I still can't believe that he's not won the Universal title yet. And it shocked me that he's not actually won it yet. Um, he hasn't, huh? Wow. No, but this um, story's been going on for so long, I thought he had at least won it once. If It feels like he's won it once, even when he hasn't won it. So I don't know if that's a problem or if that's a good thing, but... I don't know. Um, but yeah, Seamus absolutely has a Hall of Famer reputation, and it surprises me because I completely forgot he was King of the Ring, I forgot he was Money in the Bank, and let's not talk about his Money in the Bank cash-in because it was on Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania and it was eight seconds long. Let's not talk about some shit. Let's not talk about that, alright? That's some that's some shit we don't bring up. <laughs> but yeah, um, all he's missing is the Intercontinental, but the Intercontinental belt is still on Raw. I mean, he's on, oh no, he's on SmackDown now, thanks to the brand, uh, thanks to the superstar switch up which i still have my complaints about but we'll talk about this at the end um but yeah you have complaints about the super to... what what you have complaints about the superstar shakeup what uh i've got some annoyances because some of the storylines just don't fit now that they've moved some of the people over but we'll talk about it at the end okay so yeah let's move on to dolph ziggler um, another man who, again, has quite a Hall of Famer reputation. So he is a Triple Crown champion. He, he, he was the 22nd of a long list of people who have done it. But in his other accolades, he has been the World Heavyweight Champion twice. He's been United States Champion twice. And he's been WWE Intercontinental Champion five times. He's been Money in the Bank Champion, because that was one of his World Heavyweight Championship co uh, cash-ins. And technically, he has and hasn't been World Tag Team Champion. So, we were questioning. We was like, oh, why, why wasn't he in it? You know, you know, why isn't he a, a Grand Slam winner if technically he's won um, the heavyweight belt, he's won the two mid-carders, the United States and the Intercontinental, and he's won the World Tag Team? Well, it's because he didn't actually win the belts. Because it was all part of the Spirit Squad, uh, Kenny and Mikey won the belt. Um, I don't even know because back then he was Kenny, so I don't. E and I'm not being funny, but I think WWE try to forget the Spirit Squad as much as they can at the moment. So therefore, 
I, I can't imagine them see even if they did say that he was because he was part of that team he was technically tag title champion but I think because they want to scrape that under the rug um he, they won't they're trying they won't everything they can yeah they're not even gonna bring that up I feel like we have a better chance of him winning a tag team championship with Drew with Drew now uh, oh it's possible what? now it's possible how good he has was that Claymore and zigzag oh why is that not being talked about more? I need to see more gifts of that. Come on, Twitters, tweeters, send me, send me some gifts of that of that Claymore zigzag, cause that was fantastic. Honestly, if if we can get more of that, you know, even if like people are doing it in extreme circumstances, I will be very happy. I cannot wait for them two to work together. Um, uh, me neither. Um. Actually, was really surprised. I thought Dolph was gonna get his ass kicked by Drew, not team up with him. So that was like, uh, that was different. But I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited as well. We speak, as I said, we keep bringing up Superstar Shake Up, I and mean, we will talk about it at the end. So uh, we'll come back to it. Let's move on. Matt Hardy, he has been ECW champion. He is has been WW, WCW tag champion with his brother Jeff. He's been cruiserweight champion. He's been uh, WWE slash Raw tag team champion uh, once with Jeff Hardy and once with Montel Vontavious. Porter, he's been United States champion, he's been United uh, uh, European champion, he's been the, the WWF hardcore champion, and he's also been the world tag team champion with his brother. I think the only thing that he's missing is a main eight card belt, the like one of the top belts. He's he's missing yeah. the IC championship too. Yeah, I think in the new format he's missing the new the IC, yes. but I'm pretty sure he can do it on the old. Fo Again, this is another one of those ones where I think if he wins the World Heavyweight Championship, he can do it, but not with the Universal Championship. It's a really weird one, this new and old format. But anyways, um, I can't see him being a Grand Slam champion, not with what he's doing at the moment. Possibly Intercontinental, but I don't think they'll be putting the Universal Belt on him anytime soon. Um, neither do I, honestly. But, hey, what do we know? Uh, if Jinder Mahal can win the World Heavyweight Championship, why can't Matt? True. Are you enjoying kind of what they're doing with Matt and Bray at the moment? Um, I'm 50-50 about it. But, okay. I, I'd love to see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, um, so far... I'm and I love quite... that they, they're they yeah. putting everything they have into it. They're not... Like, they're putting the, their entrances together. It's They're not just trying to be two singles competitors together, I guess. Yeah. I like where it is at the moment. I like that they both do that wonderful thing together. I like that they applaud together. I like how... They work together, but my only thing is their promo wasn't that strong this week, um, and I also don't like that. I know Bray is kind of meant to be like reincarnated, so therefore Matt's kind of above him, but I just it just feels a bit too Matt owns Bray, and it feels a bit weird to me. That's my only downfall from it. Um, I actually had an interesting thought the other day that 
I think Bray learns from Randy Orton and is doing what Randy Orton did on him to Matt Hardy. True. Very true. Um, that's just because of the people involved. It doesn't, it seems like Matt and Bray have a lot of creative control with their characters right now. And it doesn't seem like they'd forget that detail. Yeah, and honestly, I want it, before SummerSlam, I want them to have another match at the Hardy Compound. I don't want anyone to be chucked into the Sea of Reincarnation, but I want them just to have, like, a match... Not on raw, uh, not on a pay per view, but pre recorded against two uh, against a tag team, and they go all around the work compound, uh, Hardy compound again. Sorry, but obviously they just who uh, Matt Matt and Bray win, um, but don't chuck people into the scene reincarnation. No one else needs to be reincarnated at the moment. Are you sure? Not even that Cole of mules, Michael Cole. See, that would be hilarious. But I don't think I honestly think that Michael Cole doesn't like it, and I think that's what the reason why, before they did the uh, the ultimate deletion, I think that's why they ended up doing. I think that's why Michael Cole was like, "I'm so sorry for what you're about to see." Someone had to put that in his ear. It's either him or Vince, but they must be biting the sauce in the ass because it was great. It succeeded. Oh yeah, it was. Right, let's move on to our next. Uh, it's The Undertaker. Yep, he's not a great Another creepy bastard. Either, and it's not for the belts that you probably think they are. But, um, yeah, so he's been WCW Tag Team Champion. He's been World Heavyweight Champion, WWF slash WWE mm. Champion, uh, WWF Hardcore Champion. Uh, he's been WWF Tag Team Champions six times. Once with Stone Cold, twice with Big Show, once with The Rock, and twice with Kane. And he's also won a Royal Rumble. So therefore, apart from the Hardcore Championship, which we don't really include anyway, he's never won a mid-card belt. Wow. Guess he's never gone wow. for Wow. Guess he never needed them. I mean, when you're a creepy bastard like that, I guess you don't need them. Well... I mean, he's the Undertaker. He's the main eventer. He's and well, we all we all know he's never going to win both the Intercontinental and the United States before he retires. So he's never going to be a Grand Slam champion. But does the Undertaker really need it? No. Hell no. He don't need it. But the next person on this list does. <laughs> I mean John Cena. He does, and it's Mr. John Cena. Do 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 do. Um, John Cena has won the World Heavyweight Championship three times. He's won the World Tag Team Championship twice. Once with Batista. Once with Shawn Michaels. He's won the WWE Championship thirteen times. He's won the WWE Tag Team Championship once with The Miz, and once with David Otunga of all people. Um, he's won the United States that. Championship five times. He's won Money in the Bank. He's won the Royal Rumble twice. And he was... And that last one, I don't really care because it's a tournament. But um, anyway, the only belt he's missing is the Intercontinental Belt. Um, Do you think he gets it? I mean, I don't think that's their focus. I think they're going to focus more on John Cena 
outdoing Ric Flair. I think that's a bigger achievement than a Grand Slam winner. So I think they're going to focus on that more. So I don't think I don't think they will unless they decide to do it like in like five years time if he's still around. Oh, I think John's gonna end up being like a Ric Flair. He ain't retire until he's like fifty something. You got uh, plenty of time with Hollywood John. Hollywood gets him, I guess. All depends on Hollywood. Oh, I forgot about the Hollywood, the Hollywood people. Oh, man. So this now brings us what to the... our last person on the list, um, and it is uh, probably one of the least liked people on the roster at the moment, and it's a Mr. Brock Lesnar. And I want to talk about some news in just a bit about Brock. I know, I know. But it surprises me he hasn't won a bit more. But yeah, he's been WWE champion twice. Uh, sorry, four times. He's been uh, Universal champion, obviously, once currently as well. You know, he has been for nearly a year or over a year? Over a year? Too nearly long. A year. Nearly a year. Um, Too long. He won, he's won a King of the Ring. And he's won a Royal Rumble. So he's never won tag titles and he's never won the mid-card belts either. Hmm. Hmm. He's another one who didn't really need it then, huh? Well, I think with Brock, he's always been... Or because he came from the UFC, obviously Vince McMahon's always tried to push him. So therefore that's always why he's never been like a mid-carder anyway. But I think also it kind of suits him not being... I can't remember the last time that Brock was in a tag match. Even when he first started, I can't remember him being in a tag match very often. Honestly, I can't think of any off the top of my head. People are probably going to be raging at us right now, but I can't think of any... Well, Ragers, if you can, like, tell us one, Google. thank you. Brock. Oh, he's using the Google. Brock Lesnar uh -oh. tag team match. Um, oh, no one no one cares about six-man tag matches. Um, team John Cena against Team Brock Lesnar. No, no one cares about that. It's not what I wanted. I didn't want... Uh, there you go. There's even a Reddit post from last year. Has Brock Lesnar ever been in a tag team match? And I'm going to have a look at this. I can't think of one. Blah, 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 blah. Apparently there was. There was Lesnar and Chris Benoit versus Team Angle at um, No Way Out 2003. I don't believe it. No, I can't believe Wait, that. Wait, what, what was that? What, what no Way Out 2003. No Way Out 2003. Well, looks like I'm going to have to see if Brock Lesnar's in a tag match because I think it's a myth. Because the other person in that match is a myth, so I don't even think that match exists. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googling it now. Yep, it exists. It's on Daily Motion. Yeah, it exists. I'm watching the match right now. Fair enough. Anyway, 
So yeah, that brings us to wow. the end of our list of uh, Grand Slam champions or people who haven't been Grand Slam champions who are currently on the main roster at the moment. Um, let us know if there's any other people you're quite surprised um, that aren't Grand Slam champions at the moment. But yeah, we've still got like 10, 15 minutes left of this podcast. So let's, let's talk roughly about the Superstar Shake-Up. That happened this week on Monday and Tuesday nights. But actually, this this report that came out about Brock Lesnar. Sorry to interrupt myself. So I don't know whether you've heard this, but it all went all around the Twister sphere. I think it was not PW Insider, it was PW Stream um, who put it out um, that basically Brock Lesnar isn't actually properly contracted with UFC, uh, with um, UFC or WWE at the moment. He He's paid, he isn't paid like a lump sum over a year, he's actually paid per appearance, and it's a freaking stupid amount per appearance. Um, I don't know if Vince would let, let that happen, honestly. So I don't know if I believe that. It wouldn't surprise Vince me. Vince seems like the one to, to tie someone down, even if it's for a month, he's going to tie that person down for that month. Uh... I, it wouldn't surprise me just because I don't know whether they'll have Brock lo- lose the belt at like Greatest Royal Rumble and then cost Roman down the line. I honestly don't know. But it's also as well, you got to think, I think Brock's kind of keeping his eggs in both baskets at the moment. So j- if UFC doesn't work out, he can return to WWE, but no one wants him to anyway. Brock is a smart businessman. He is, with his big old farm up in Canada that he lives on. Making all this freaking money just to live in a freaking farm. <sighs> True. Um, he probably yeah, gets all about, his food for free anyway. Let's talk about Raw and SmackDown. So, uh, on... Alright, so tell me, what, what was your problem with the shake-up? What was your problem? I'm getting into the hard-hitting questions. What was your problem with the shake-up? So... Some of my problems are the storylines. So, after WrestleMania, we had uh, Cesaro and Sheamus saying that they want their tag team titles back. Kurt Angle says, okay, you'll face the winner of the tag team eliminator at the Greatest Royal Rumble. But they are now on SmackDown. Well, you see... Do you want me to do this in my Vince voice, or do you want me to just do this in my normal voice? Do it in your Vince voice. Love the Vince voice. Well, you bastard. We don't need the bar on Raw anymore if we have... If we have Heath Slater or Rhino. And Brizongo, you... Come on, Triple H. We don't need logic. But also with the Superstar Shake-Up, like there's still some weird stories that can't continue. But honestly, I was really happy when Drew McIntyre turned up. But my only thing is I would have swapped him with Big Cass. I would have had Big Cass with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, and I would have had uh, Drew McIntyre coming out on his own. Or... With she- or with Shinsuke, because we still don't technically know what's happening with that, to really make an impact and attack Daniel Bryan. Um, my thought on that is they put all the wrestlers on SmackDown, 
and they want Big Cass to be the next guy. And how do you do that? You put him on a roster with a bunch yep. of wrestlers. Um, I understand what you mean. It would be nice to see Drew with those wrestlers, but at the same time, Drew and B's all on all on Raw. I, I don't want to take that away. No. See, with when it came to Dolph Ziggler, like I'm quite happy because this time Dolph Ziggler isn't fighting the new NXT like persons come up like he did with Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura. But um, I got I was so annoyed when I heard his music hit or when I heard the scratch of that record disc. I got so annoyed and I was like, I just don't care. And then when he said that he wasn't alone and Drew came out, I was so happy. And that Claymore into a zigzag was perfect. And I'm now really happy with that decision. You would seem like they rehearsed that plenty of times, but they probably haven't. That's the but funny that's the part. Thing. They're two really good wrestlers. That, that Dolph Ziggler wrong. is a very good wrestler. It's just they don't allow him to. Yeah, they don't allow him to do much, honestly. Um, they let him have a good match, like, I don't know, every few months. They let, they tell him, hey, go out there and do, do your, your thing. thing. Go get someone over. Um, so what? Go get someone so, over, Dolph. Give us, like, some of your... Let me turn these questions around on you. Let me... Give me, like, a couple of oh. names where you think it's good that they swapped and some of them that you think it's bad that they swapped. Um, Brizongo, I think it's good that they swapped. Um, I think Vince... Whoever made the decision to put them on Raw had the idea that Vince is gonna see them either love the character, either love the gimmick, or hate it. And I think he's gonna love it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, one that I hate. Hate's a strong um, word. Dislike. All right. Yeah, hate is a strong word. One that I disliked and thought, eh, maybe they shouldn't have. Hmm. Maybe Baron Corbin. Um, I don't know how much better in the ring he can get going against people like Roman Reigns and big guys. Unless they're trying to make him into a big guy and not what he yeah. is already. Um, a medium big medium, guy. Medium big, yeah. <laughs> A big guy to like certain people, and then once he gets against a real threat, he looks he like does. a little guy. Although, you know? again, with this, it's so Samoa Joe was like, I'm going to be waiting for Roman Reigns at Backlash, but at the same time, like, it does and it doesn't make sense. Like, I know they're doing you know co branded pay per views now, but I mean, they're on different brands. Why should we care if them two have a match? We probably shouldn't care, but um, they have to build build up this match with uh, Brock somehow. True. And although he's meant to be Samoa Joe seems to be, to be that person. Or meant, yeah, as I said, meant to be. Um, I don't believe it. I believe it when I see it. Um, some of the other ones, um, just off the top of my head, I like that Ronda Rousey has got Natalia with her, uh, Natalia trained her, and I think... Oh, yep. 
Hunter. Yep, that was another one. Yep, that was another one off the top. Yep, that, that, was, that was a really I nice think, one. Um, Natalia. Then Absolution moving over to SmackDown makes sense because you've then got the Riot Squad and I think then you can then start having Paige do this whole Daniel Bryan thing and live vicariously through them. So that could be interesting. Um, who else was there? I liked the NXT call-ups. I like that we're going to get Andrade Cien Almas. I like that we're going to get Sanity. But it's... So people on Twitter went absolutely apeshit. Like, well, it's not Sanity because they haven't got Nikki Cross. And it's just like, just chill out. Like, they're coming up. Nick, Nikki Give Cross still needs to have time as kind of a singles competitor. Because that's the thing with Sanity is they, they had tag team championship belts. Um, Big Damo uh, did stuff on his own. And Nikki Cross kind of has and hasn't. Like, she's had title matches like in Fatal 4 Ways and that, but hasn't really done anything with it. So let her have a bit with, Shay uh, with Shayna Baszler. Let Shayna Baszler beat her. And then on a random night of SmackDown, have her just randomly come out and attack people. Or maybe you can even have someone like Naomi who keeps interfering in their matches and uh, Nikki Cross finally comes out and stops them, you know? it. People don't understand long-term on Twitter. They really don't. It's No, it's... they certainly do not. Although, did you see, because... In the promos, they didn't actually say sanity. They said chaos is coming, but it's because they like to cause chaos, not because they are the New Japan group chaos. But they had people from chaos tweeting, or, like, or quote tweeting it on Twitter saying, we were like, chaos is coming to SmackDown. And they were like, nope, we're still in Japan. Uh, yep, I remember that. And Will Ospreay was like, we are? I don't remember that. Oh. <laughs> I love when wrestlers can make still fun of stuff. Yeah, so somebody, something else. Who else did we have swap over? So obviously we had um, the Ascension moved over, which I presume they're going to carry on with Fashion Files then, like you mentioned. But the thing is, I I think it makes sense for Fashion Files to move to Raw because on SmackDown you can focus more on the matches, whereas Raw you have more time to feel, so you can have a five, six se uh, minute segment with the Fashion Files to waste time. Yes, and they won't feel rushed at all because they'll have the time to do it, so. Exactamundo, my friend, Exactamundo. Um, Jeff Hardy. Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley both moved to Raw. Oof. Um, I don't know how Weird I ones. feel about that because I don't know if they're going to continue their feud or they're going to team back up or is Kurt Hawkins going to get involved? How are they going to get involved with the Miztourage? We're going to have to find out on another episode of Dragon Ball Z. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, I miss Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> Jeff Hardy was a great one. Winning the United States title and then taking it back to SmackDown was a fantastic move, I think. A really smart booking. And I think it adds to Jinder's character as well because he's now got a vendetta against Kurt. Hello? Oh, we got you back. What'd you say? All right. Sorry. Ah, oh, I lost you for a second. Well, we got you yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I said, I said about um, Jinder. 
I said um, him losing um, to Jeff Hardy and then Jeff Hardy taking the title. It also adds to Jinder's character because he's now got a vendetta against Kurt Angle. I think it was a fantastic move, actually, to put Jinder on... I mean, did you hear the boos his first night on Raw? Those were boos. Those were louder boos than yeah. we've heard on SmackDown in a while just because there's more people. The more people, the louder the boos, and the louder the boos is on TV, the more people are going to hate them who are watching at home. He's a bigger heel. He's just a bigger and heel. How, and how good was that match? How good was not only Jeff Hardy and Jinder's match, but how good was Jeff Hardy and Shelton Benjamin's match? Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy was on a roll this week. He could carry anyone to a great match, and I honestly can't wait until he starts getting into feuds with the likes of Daniel Bryan, uh, AJ, Shinsuke, Samoa Joe, um, anyone like that. So one thing I wanted to bring up with you about this shakeup, um, after tonight, after the shakeup, seems like SmackDown has a SmackDown six again. Yeah. Um, SmackDown, I think, profited a lot better than what Raw did, but I don't know whether that's because on Raw the main focus is going to be the titles and then they can have side matches, whereas on SmackDown it can be strictly wrestling. It can be about the wrestling. Um, it seemed like they put a lot of the wrestlers inside SmackDown with a mix of people who aren't that good that they want to get better. Well, let me just like run through really quickly before we finish off here. So, people yeah. who moved from SmackDown's Raw, there were 19 of them. So, bear with me. It was Jinder Bahal, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler. Um, obviously, we had Drew McIntyre, Natalia, Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode, Dable Wright Squad, Mojo Rawley, Zack Ryder, Breezango, The Ascension, and Mike Kanellis. Even though I didn't even know he was on SmackDown, but sure. Um, we also had uh, new on SmackDown, so they had 18 in return, so it's one less. That's, you know, I think they got robbed over there. No, I mean, well, they got more NXT call-ups this week. But they had The Miz, Samoa Joe, Oscar, Jeff, The Bar, Andrade, Cien, Almas. Just with those names, that already screams wrestling and not just gimmick. But afterwards, we, uh, you have Son Sonia Deville, Mandy Rose, Sanity, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Big Cass, Sin Cara and R-Truth. Which, R-Truth's segment backstage was hilarious with the New Day. and um, So I think, I think my bad is the new damn. damn. <laughs> I think that's going to be his... I think when he retires, he's going to come up, think he has a match, and be like, oh, I don't have a match? My bad. <laughs> I think R-Truth is hilarious, and his backstage stuff was great. But as I said, yeah, so if you, th if you think about it, so if I just mention these names, Big Cass, The Club, Sanity, Andrade Cien Almas, The Bar, Jeff Hardy, Oscar, Samoa Joe, and The Miz all moved to SmackDown. All of those names... Just scream great matches. They do. They really do. And I'm I'm excited for it. I'm I've been Team Blue since I've started watching wrestling. And that was when Team Blue was taped and wasn't that good. Yeah. So now that it's actually good, oh man. I just My... can't wait for the Daniel Bryan and the Miz. 
my problem with uh, SmackDown is that we had this last year where, or the year before, um, where they had such a good product and then suddenly something changed and it went downhill and this is what we need on SmackDown is we need a pro we need these talents to come through to hold their own and I can't wait and I really want SmackDown to give Raw a run it for its money I want its numbers to go up um, so we can start seeing a better product on SmackDown and some better storylines ah uh, I think we're gonna see something I think we're, we're about to see magic this year. We are. I think this brand split, this version of the shakeup is going to be like 2004 when Paul Heyman and, and, and Vince McMahon were going at it in creative. I, I think it's going to be fun. Yep, we're both very optimistic for what's coming for the future here on WWE. The Superstar Shakeup, honestly, it gave me chills. It gave me thrills, and I was very excited about all of it. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you guys thought. We spoke about Grand Slam champions in the front half. Let us know any that you think could be future Grand Slam champions, um, or any that you think uh, should have been on the list, some that you might agree with, disagree with. Let us know. Also, let us know what you thought about the Superstar Shake-Up. You know, did you like it? Did you dislike it? Are there some people that you think could have done a with a rebrand by moving to a different brand? Um, yeah, so if people want to get hold of you, Dallas, where can they find you or any of your many social media accounts? They could find me at All Wrestling 420 or at Wrestling with DB, which will be my podcast Twitter, which will be launching sometime tomorrow or this yeah. week. So, yeah, be on the um, If people want to double make sure that they've got it, I will be leaving the links to his Twitters in the description down below. Don't worry, I'm, I'm not really, you know, in all fairness with this podcast, Dallas is only on here, you know, because he paid me to promote his podcast because, you know, we're so huge here at Running. Hey, K Fabe. Oh, oh, K Fabe. No, yeah. keep, yeah. keep that alive. We got to keep K Fabe alive, bro. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Come on. I thought this, this ain't DMs, dude. We're still recording. Oh, are we? Oh, we oh that's we what that about that was. Oh, I thought it stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyways, if you want to check um, here, Running Wrestling, it's on uh, Twitter, Run In Wrestling everywhere. As I said, if it's on YouTube, make sure you're leaving us a comment, like, share. If uh, you're on iTunes, make sure you're just leaving us a review. Make sure you're checking out the descriptions for both of our social medias. And from us, I don't really have an outro again. We did Broken Matt Hardy last time. Um, what can we do this? Maybe we could do Vince this time, you bastards. If you don't watch this podcast, you'll all be fired. Oh, that was a nice one.